You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Three people, you can see them and say, it's good to see you on this Good Friday. <laughs> Amen, and go ahead and grab a seat today. Tell, you, tell somebody else, man, I, this is how you look on Friday? No, I've never seen, <laughs> I've just played, amen. Some of you guys look pretty good on Friday. <laughs> I think some of you guys look pretty good today than you do on, on Sunday. <laughs> but uh, no, but it, it, it's really good to see all of you guys here on this good Friday, amen. You know, we are here, you know, to just take time. Just celebrate and take remembrance, amen, of, of, uh, and partake, amen. We're going to take partake in communion today, amen, and, uh, and just take remembrance of what Christ has done on the cross for us over 2,000 years, amen. So we just want to take a little time out uh, of your Friday night and, uh, and then get you back and do what, what you're going to do tonight or relax and so forth. Uh, on Sunday, if, if you really don't have any plans, uh, you know, we're not setting up a section. We're just, uh, we're going to be here. I, I'm, I'm, my wife and I are going to be at the movies at 505 at Samstown to go see the, the movie Breakthrough. So if you have no plans, I know it, it, some of you guys have plans, and that's all great, amen. And uh, You guys have dinner plans or whatever it is, but uh, if you're going to eat early and you want to see a movie, and we're, we're going to be there, we're just going to enjoy a movie together. If you want to join us, uh, praise God, amen. Just bring some popcorn, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. No one's laughing, amen. Hallelujah. It's all right. I'll, I'll get the popcorn then, all right? I'll get the popcorn. <laughs> Praise the Lord, amen. But today, this day marks the day that Jesus was crucified, which we as Christians call Good Friday. And it kind of seems odd to call it Good Friday because we look at it and say, what's, what's really good about it? Somebody was brutally murdered, was killed. But it's a good Friday today because Jesus willingly laid his life down for us and became the final sacrifice. The final sacrifice, amen. And he paid the price. He paid the debt for our sins that through the blood of Jesus, you and I can be set free. Come on, somebody. Come on, hallelujah. That, that's why it's called Good Friday, hallelujah. It's a great Friday because what he came to do it. Listen, without Friday, there is no Resurrection Sunday. Come on. So you got to understand, uh, without Friday, amen, we are still lost in our sins. Thank God it's Good Friday. Not TGIF, but thank God it's Good Friday. TG, uh, T-I, T-G-I-G-F, amen, hallelujah. T-G-I-G-F. Thank God it's Good Friday, amen. Praise the Lord. It's a lot right there, huh? It's kind of a rap type of thing, amen. T-G-I-G-F, that's it. T-G-I, say it, T-G-I-G-F, amen. 
Thank God it's Good Friday, amen. You know, Friday had to come for Sunday to come. But as we know, a few days ago, amen, Palm Sunday, the town celebrated. They shouted praises to Jesus, singing Hosanna in the highest. As we seen last week, they were throwing palm branches as Jesus rode into town, into Jerusalem uh, on a donkey, amen, giving him the biggest parade that town has ever seen. It's a different scene on Friday from what was happening a few days ago. So let's take a look at Good Friday today. On Good Friday, we know that, that Jesus was already betrayed. Come on, Judas agrees to turn in Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. He makes a bargain. They, 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 they make the agreement, amen, and says, you know what, this is what we'll give you if you turn in Jesus. And so we already know that that already took place on this day. Judas agrees to turn in Jesus for that bag of money. It says in Luke chapter 22, verse 5 to 6, the New Living Translation says like this, and they were delighted and they promised to give him, Judas, money. So it's for an opportunity to betray Jesus so they can arrest him when the crowds weren't around. So they already had the, the Last Supper on Thursday night, amen. They, they partaked in the cup. They, they partaked in the, in the body of the bread, amen, the, the broken body. So that already has taken place on Friday. But on that Last Supper, Peter stands up and tells Jesus, this will not happen. I'm willing to go to prison with you. I'm e I'll even die for you, Jesus. And Jesus tells Peter, before the sun rises, you're going to deny me three times. Jesus already knew that on Friday, his time has come. So he takes three of his disciples to go pray. And he stops at the Garden of Gethsemane, the Mount of Olives, amen, to pray to the Father. And it says in Luke chapter 22, 41 to 42, it records this in the New Living Translation. He walked away about a stone's throw, and he knelt down to pray, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet I want your will to be done, not mine. Now, let me ask you a question. Was Jesus trying to get out of going to the cross? Come on. I'm here to let you know that even through what we see here through the sun, it shows you and I that, you know what, it's never wrong to tell God how you're feeling. Come on. He was feeling that, amen. He, you know, he knew the pain that was coming his way. He knew uh, the agony, the body, uh, what his body was going to take. He, he was going to feel all that, even though he's all God, but he's still all man. Showing that when you and I are going through our painful trials in life, there's nothing wrong with telling God exactly how you feel. This is what the son's doing to me. This is, he's, this is, he's sharing his heart to the father. But the cup of agony, you've you got to understand, the, puck, the cup was not the only agony, uh, agony of the cross. But you know what else? It was about the separation from God that he would experience in order to die, amen, to set the world's uh, sins free. So not only was it the, the agony of, you know, the cross and bearing the cross, but now I'm going to be separated from my father. That's never been ha that never happened in his life. There's going to be a separation between that because 
How many know that, you know, when there's sin, that separates us from God? So he was going to feel the pain of the separation from the Father. You see, in the early hours of Friday, Jesus is betrayed and he's arrested. As we continue the story in Luke chapter 22, go down to verse 47 and 48. It says this, but even as Jesus said this, the crowd approached, led by Judas, one of the twelve disciples. Judas walked over to Jesus and greeted him with a kiss. But Jesus said, Judas, did you betray the Son of Man with a kiss? At that very moment, Jesus is arrested. Then the, the, uh, Peter's denial happens. The girl notices him and says, this man is one of Jesus' followers. And Peter says, I don't even know him. And then someone else down the road uh, or sometime after that notices him and says, you know what, you're one of them. And Peter, the Bible says, the Scripture says that he gets angry, amen, and says, you know what, you got the wrong guy. An hour goes by, and yet another one says, this is one of them. Look what he says here in Luke chapter 22, 59 to 61. It says about an hour later, someone else insisted, this must be one of them. But Peter said, man, what it says in the scripture, you got it? It says, man, you got the wrong, you don't know what you're talking about. And immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed. And at that moment, the Lord turned to him and looked at Peter and suddenly the, the Lord's words flashed through Peter's mind. And before the rooster crows tomorrow morning, you would deny me three times that you ever knew me. And so, this is all that's taken place here. Jesus is taken before the religious council to, to condemn him. And he stands in trial before Pilate. But Pilate doesn't find anything wrong and sends Jesus to Herod. He's saying, well, he's under his jurisdiction. Let him deal with it. Here it sends Jesus back to Pilate. And Pilate says, you know what? I'll just have him whipped and I'll have him released. But the crowd wants Jesus dead. And they start shouting, crucify, crucify, crucify. So to prevent a riot from starting, Pilate sentenced Jesus to die. That was Friday, church, over 2,000 years ago. Jesus is placed on the cross after being whipped, beaten, mocked, spit upon, and they nail Him to the cross. Jesus is placed between two criminals. Jesus is convicted for a crime that He did not commit. And Jesus hung there as religious leaders mocked him. Even one of the criminals on the cross tells him something. In Luke chapter 23, 40 to 43, it says this, but the other criminals protested. Don't you even fear God that when, that, that, that when you have been sent to die? We deserve this for our crimes, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, assure you today that you'll be in paradise with me. About noon that Friday, darkness falls upon the earth for three hours. The Bible says that the 
the earth shook and Jesus breathed his last breath. In Luke chapter 23 to 46, it says, Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. Church, I'm here to let you know that Jesus did die that Friday. And we're here tonight to remember what he's done for us. We celebrate this Good Friday. Tonight we want to take partake in communion. Partake what he did that last supper with his disciples. And he says, do this in remembrance of me. And so he was telling them what was to come. And that's why Peter shouted that, you know what, this is not going to happen. I'll, 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 I'll die for you. And he says, Peter, you, you, you don't know what you're saying right now. You're going to deny me. And we see the denial takes place. We see the betrayal takes place. Amen. And so tonight, we, we want to do that as disciples of Jesus Christ. Are we disciples in this place? Well, we, we we're here to, to take a place of that. We're his followers. And so we're going to part, partake what took place over 2,000 years with his disciples on that final night. And recorded in Luke chapter 22, 14 to 17, it says this, When the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at the table. And Jesus says, I've been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before my suffering begins. For I tell you now that you won't eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. In the King James Version in verse 20, 18 to 20, it says this, Then he took the cup, and he grabbed the cup, and he took the cup, amen, and he gave thanks. Amen. And then he divided among them, uh, your, uh, he take, take this and divide it among yourself, and he said, uh, and I say this to you, I will not drink the, the, of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And then he takes the bread and he also gives thanks to it and breaks it. And he says to them saying, this is my body, which is, has been given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, as he took the cup after supper, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. Passover meal, here was the last supper that was done in remembrance. It was about the remembrance when Israel was delivered out of Egypt. It's a remembrance of, of, of the blood that they put of the, of the lamb, amen, on their, on their door frames. You remember when the angel of, the, uh, of the, the angel of death came over them on, during the plague of their firstborns that, that was saved from that, that, that death angel. Now this event overshadows Jesus' work on the cross as a spotless Lamb of God. That His blood would be spilled in order to save His people from the penalty of death by sin. See, during the Passover meal, here with the disciples, the bread and cup actually become Christ's body and blood. The Lord's Last Supper is in remembrance of Jesus' death on the cross for our sins. Somebody say, my sins. When we take part of this, when we partake in it, church, we show our deep gratitude of Christ's work on our, be on, on, on our behalf. And that, that with our faith, when we do this, our faith is strengthened. When Jesus asked His disciples to eat the broken bread to remember Him, he wanted them to remember his sacrifice. He wanted them to remember 
the forgiveness of sins, but also His friendship, which we can continue to enjoy through the work of the Holy Spirit. Amen? That in the Old Testament, God uh, agreed to forgive people's sin through animal sacrifice. A covenant between God and His people was sealed uh, with the blood of animals, as we see in the book of Exodus chapter 24. But we understand that we got to understand that blood animal uh, animal blood did not itself remove sin. How many know that only God can remove sin? Amen. So the animal sacrifices back then had to be repeated day after day, year after year. But Jesus came and instituted a new covenant. Jesus would die in place of sinners. Listen, guys, as a final sacrifice. Once and for all. Come on, somebody. This was it. There, there's no more animal sacrifice that we need to do. There's nothing that we The blood of Jesus was enough. Come on, somebody. Come on. He came as a final sacrifice. Amen. Uh, unlike the blood of animals, his blood. Somebody say Jesus' blood. Come on. The blood of Jesus, amen, will remove the sins of, of all who put their faith inside of him. Uh, when you guys came and answered the altar call. When you guys came and gave your lives to Jesus, amen, and we came with our sins, we came stained, amen, His blood removed it, amen. His blood paid the price, amen, and He he claims us, you know what, not guilty, amen. Come on, debt free, amen. It's like when you go, amen, and and, and it's kind of like a pay forward, amen. You you go and say, you know, you think you got to pay something, say, someone's already paid for you. Come on, somebody. Come on, Imagine going to a courtroom and you know, man, there's a fine. They're going to throw the book at you, amen. You're probably going to go do some time. And he says, you know what? Your charges have been dropped. Will you be happy? Some of you guys probably even run out of there, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> this is what he's done for us, amen. That You know, the blood was the final sacrifice. You know, we didn't have to do a ritual. We didn't have to go find a perfect lamb. We didn't have to do a, a sacrifice. And they did all these kind of different sacrifices back in the day, amen. Uh, friendship sacrifices, offerings, and things of that nature, amen. Uh, and here, uh, Jesus Christ becomes the, the perfect lamb of God. Uh, he, he becomes a final sacrifice that through the blood of Jesus, amen, uh, that you and I can be set free. Uh, anyone that puts their faith in Christ, amen, he, re- he removes everything from you and you're, you're as white as snow. Like that old song, you remember? Though our sins were as scarlet, we can become white as snow through Jesus Christ because of the perfect Lamb of God for us. Amen. The final sacrifice to set the sinner free. Don't that feel good today? That you're debt free? Don't it feel good when someone takes care of you. When somebody pays the price, amen, you know, it, it feels cool to drive through a drive through going through Starbucks or, or even McDonald's or Jack in the Box, and you drive up to pay, and they say, oh, you already got paid. Someone, the guy in front of you paid you, paid for you. You say, hallelujah. You look behind you and say, oh, there's nobody there. I was going to pay for somebody, but okay, praise God. Or you look back there and there's a van full of kids. Well, how much is their bill? <laughs> uh, well, how many meals did they order? Amen. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it next time. No, no. 
See, our debt was heavy. Some of our debt, amen, come on, you, you guys shouldn't even be out. Some of us, man, we should still be locked up. Come on, some of us should already be dead in our sin. But then Jesus Christ says, you know what, I'm going to lay down my life. I'm going to spill my blood. This will cover my, whatever the cost is. How much, how much is our debt? I'll pay for it with my life. I'll do the time for you. That's what he did. It took place, amen, that we don't have to go to hell what we deserve, amen. He says, I'll pay the price, I'll lay down my life, and I'll do it with blood. And that satisfies the judge. He says, okay, I'll take your blood, set him free. You and I are set free because of that. Because of the precious blood of Jesus Christ that removes all sin. Not just some sin. Your sin can be the biggest sin. He is still removed. Whatever it is, it's still removed. All sin. Somebody say all sin. Every sin. Anything that you've ever done, if you put your faith in Christ, amen, and you believe in Him, and that He raised Him from the dead, amen, you confess as a sinner, you repent from your ways, and you ask God to forgive you, He removes it with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus' sacrifice will never have to be repeated again and again. This final sacrifice is for all eternity. It's for every generation that's now and generations in the future to come. His blood reaches out to the future. It reaches out. It's still reaching out over 2,000 years. It's still setting people free. It's still breaking bondage. It's still setting the captive free and paying off their debt because of Good Friday. Hebrews chapter 9, 23 to 28 says this. This is why the tabernacle and everything in it, which were copies of the things in heaven, had to be purified by the blood, blood of animals. But the real things in heaven had to be purified with far better sacrifices than the blood of animals. For Christ did not enter into the holy place made by, with human hands, which were only a copy of the one true one in heaven. He entered into heaven Itself, he, he entered into heaven itself with a, uh, to appear now and before God on our behalf. And he did not enter heaven to offer himself again and again like the high priest here on earth who entered the most holy place year after year with blood, with the blood of animals. If that was necessary, Christ would have had to die again and again. But ever since the world began, but now once and for all, he has appeared at the end of age to remove sin by his own death as sacrifice. And just as each person is destined to die once, and after that comes judgment, so also Christ was offered once for all time as a sacrifice to take away the sins of many people, and he will come again not to deal with our sins, but to bring salvation to all who are eagerly waiting for him. Hallelujah. Jesus done it all. The blood was enough. The blood was enough. I don't know if you heard me. The blood was enough. Amen. 
You don't have to take any other classes. You don't, have to, uh, you don't have to finish that program or that program or that program to get released. He is done once and for all, amen. You're paid off. You're debt-free, amen. You're cleansed, amen. You're saved, amen. Uh, there's nothing that you have to do. Uh, you don't have to go through all these classes to earn. You got his love. You got his blood. You're set free. Just live for him. Just live for him. Just live for him. I mean, if he's saving a sinner on his deathbed, the two that were hanging next to him, one that's mocking him, but the other one that shows respect to him, because we deserve this, not him. He recognized it. See, until we come to a place of recognizing that we deserve what we got, things that we did, we deserve this. We don't deserve heaven. Come on, somebody. No, but he gives us that grace. He says, my blood's enough. And he says, today, we tell him, today you'll be in paradise with me. He's told me, just remember me. Today you'll be in paradise. Today you'll be in paradise. John the Baptist calls Jesus in John chapter 129, the Lamb of God. The Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. The perfect Lamb of God. I'm here to let you know that Jesus is enough. Jesus is enough, church. That's all you need. You don't need anything else but Jesus. It says you can't even get to the Father unless you go through the Son. You can't even go around the Son. You can't go under the Son. You have to go through the Son. Come on, somebody. You have to go through Jesus Christ. Buddha can't get you there. Muhammad can't get you there. Joseph Smith can't get you there. Only Jesus can get you there. Come on, Buddha's still dead. Muhammad's still dead. Joseph Smith's still dead. Jesus is the only one that got up, church. He's the only one alive, amen. He is the one that, that paid the final price. He's the one that laid down their life. No other one laid their blood down but Jesus. The Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. That's you and I today. We're the world, church. And He came to take away our sins. So on this Good Friday, amen, we close tonight. We do this in remembrance. His final words on Friday night says it all. It is finished. These three words is all that we needed. Those three words is all that, 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 that says it all at the very end. Amen. It is finished. That's all that was needed for you and I. It's finished. He lays there, gives the last breath of life, and dies for you and I. Hanging there. Bible says he's unrecognizable. That's how badly he's beaten for us. With his last energy, he says it's finished. He gives up his spirit. Meaning what he came to do, it is finished, it's done. That, that's all. That's all, folks. 
That's all that's needed. It's done. I did it. Not my will. I did the Father's will. I laid down my life. It is finished. It's finished. So why don't we all stand up tonight, amen? Hallelujah. You know, Judas, as he is given the 30 pieces of silver, after it was done, there was so much guilt on him that he was giving it back. But the priest didn't take it because it was blood money. He gave it back to him. He, he, he threw it, dropped it, and ran. Of course, we know what happened to Judas. But he felt guilty for the betrayal. We knew that had to take place, church. It had to take place. Judas could have repented. He gave his life to Jesus. He still had the opportunity. There's many of us, if you're in our time and walk, or if you're a backslider, we have betrayed him. He still has forgiven us when we came back. The devil lied to him. He ends up taking his own life. But today, God gave us life. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, just for a moment, I want you to check yourself. I really want you to just really remember to take place what God has done for you. You know, don't worry about your problem situation at this time and moment because it's really not about that. It's not about asking him of anything. It's about it's really not how you 